Welcome back, everybody, and we're Guitarist Tech Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. And we're at the end of 2018. Hard to believe that the year's already coming to an end. But after we brought you the best of Taurus Talk last week, we want to bring you the best of Taurus Tech Talk this week. We start back in September, and it's been a great end to the year of Tech Talk topics. We had Phil Valpe, Ken Gott, Mark Gunther, and Russell Latimy on. All of our tech guys have come on and given you a little bit of knowledge. And we want to make sure that we're highlighting some of the knowledge that they've brought to you. Our first episodes, we're talking about branch box setup, and Phil broke down how to set up a branch box and then how to load the charge into that branch box. Now, because these units require communication between the branch box inside and the condenser outside, they need to have addresses set so that they can talk to each other. And the first thing we do is set the address for the condenser. The normal address that we set for the condenser is address number 51. We set SWU2 at the outdoor unit to five. We set SWU1 at the outdoor unit to one. These are two rotary dials that are found along the top edge of the printed circuit board. The MXZ branch box series units only have enough refrigerant in them from the factory to run the unit itself. We must add refrigerant for all liquid line piping from the condenser to the branch box and from the branch box to the air handlers. From there, we want to make sure that you were setting up your equipment correctly. We went through the post-insulation setup of both TAM9 air handlers and S9 V2 furnaces to make sure that you had everything set correctly. First thing we have on the front of the TAM 9A handler is the display, the human interface that has the readout and four buttons on there. To get into the configuration mode, what you want to do is hold the up and down arrows together to get into the configuration mode. At that point, you want to right arrow over until you see CDA configuration menu. At that point, once you see the configuration menu on your screen, you want to use the down arrows. First down arrow will give you the option of restoring all the defaults. At that point, if you want to restore defaults, you arrow over to the right and select yes, and then hit the middle enter button. The next one, COD, is cooling off delay, and it gives you a bunch of options. Zero, 90, 180, or enhanced mode, which is a mode that allows the furnace to ramp up and down according to a program that's built in. And you can check the installation manual that will show you exactly how the uh, enhanced mode works. So what you do is you press the menu button, and you get the cooling off delay and then you select the one that you would ideally want for your system. The default is 90 seconds, but you can change it to zero if you didn't want a delay, or 180, or the enhanced mode. We got into some troubleshooting. You'd remove the 16-pin connector off the circuit board, and if you look at that connector, on one end of it, there's an orange and a blue wire. The blue wire is pin 1, and the orange wire is pin 9. And what we need to do is we have to power 24 volts to four pins. We need to run the common to pins one and three and the hot R to 12 and 15. Easiest way I tell guys is to take some thermostat wire. You can put a jumper from pins one to three and 12 to 15 and then apply your 24 volts. So you've got the 0.94 pressure switch. We are going to tell you to turn the furnace on. We would like you, if possible, to tee into the line going to the pressure switch with your pressure gauge and see where the level is at. If it is a one pipe furnace and the pressure switch only has one hose going to it, we should see about half an inch deeper pressure than it says on the switch. So and even gave some helpful pointers on processes you might not deal with every day. 
some of the rules that you have to do when you use the existing line set is you cannot flush the line set through TXVs or sight glasses or filter dryers and especially a compressor. You leave the compressor in line, you can pull the oils off the compressor and then the compressor will be junk in no time. So if you're going to flush the line sets out, you cannot have those in the system when you're doing it. The correct final thing you do is you do a manual J, but what do you need for manual J, or what is a manual J? A manual J is a book by the Air Conditioning Contractors of America that shows us how to figure out the heat loss and heat gain of a house, and we have to put some parameters into it. So, let's start off. First of all, how old is the house? You know, does it have any insulation in the walls? So you, in looking at the age of the house, you, you're going to start to say, is there a lot of insulation, is there a little, and you may have to go in and measure the depth of the insulation. We covered everything from the basics. No matter how complicated our equipment get when we need to troubleshoot the electrical side of things, it all boils down to circuits. We can identify a circuit, then we can troubleshoot it. No matter how complicated the wire diagram seems, it's still just a collection of simple circuits. Sometimes people get overwhelmed with that, with the whole mess of wires that they see. So taking a breath and just breaking it down to identify the circuit you need to check, and then going through and checking it. All the way up to commercial applications and much more. For troubleshooting the um, 5 volt DC sensor, you can do this from the rooftop on terminals 1 and 2 will tell you the zone temperature and the corresponding voltage can be reflected on that. You can tell on the terminals 2 to 3 would be the cooling set point or heating set point and terminals 2 to 4 would be your mode selection. All those voltages are available on charts which we can provide to you. When the inducer starts, you should see a negative 2.5 to 3.5 inches of water column. When the gas valve opens, it should rise up to a negative 0.2. That's very important. This gas valve, like I said, is a negative pressure gas valve. If you were to power it with 24 volts, no gas would come out. Essentially, the inducer pulls the gas out of the gas valve. That's why those water columns are very important. Now, along with the ignition system, we want to check the flame rectification system which most of the new furnaces use flame rectification. And, and what flame rectification is, is the flame as it has been lit by the hot surface igniter then covers the flame rod or whatever they are using to sense the flame, which creates a path to ground for some electricity that they put onto the flame rod. Now the flame rod may have 50, 80, 100 volts on it, and when that passes to ground, it creates a very, very small electrical amperage called microamps. Now, microamps cannot be measured with your regular amp meter. You need a voltage meter, like a fluke or a field piece, that can measure microamps. We would like to see somewhere between 2 and 8 microamps as a normal setting for the flame rectification. I know that our technical staff enjoyed bringing you up to date on some of the latest tech topics and bringing you back to the old school. And we're going to continue to do so in 2019. Phil, Ken, Mark, Russ, and John are really excited to bring you more Tech Talk topics. We want to make sure that you're getting your topics heard. Make sure you reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Tech Talk with any topics you might want covered. We'll make sure to cover them here on the podcast. You can also make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Search Taurus Tech Talk and you'll find us there. You can listen to all of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com slash podcasts, or 
You can call directly into the tech line at 978-657-4768. Ask for any of the guys or you'll get put in the queue and one of our great technical support representatives will help you out there. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Taurus Tech Talk. We can't wait to bring you much more in 2019. Thank you again for listening. We'll catch you next year on Taurus Tech Talk.